You are listening to Love It First Swipe, the podcast with M and Jules. If you want me, swipe right or use a pickup line. One show, two stations, two hours. It's the Love It First Swipe finale with. The Naughty Rude Show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Sin. You are listening to Sin Nation and Sin 90.7. It's Love at First Wipe here for an extra hour of fun. Yes, and that was There For You by Martin Garrix and Troy Sivan. Troy Sivan. It's now just Julia and I in the studio. The Hi. Naughty Rude Show has left. If you're on Facebook, we are live streaming in the studio in our pyjamas. So much streaming. Yes. FM, digital. We're international <laughs> for our grand finale, and we're very excited. Well, I'm super excited because all of a sudden the studio smells amazing. Like I can smell it from here, Julia. <laughs> I've got so many scents lined up. Um, if you want the full experience of what I'm doing right now, I'm going to waft some scents Emily's way. Yes. I've got a whole bunch of different perfume samples, yes. aftershave samples, and they're all numbered, and she has to guess. What scent is what? Because Emily used to work in a perfumery, would you call it that? I did. I worked at a perfume store in Brisbane. Now, this was about four years ago, so (laughs) it's been a while, and there are probably a lot of new scents in that collection you have, Julia, that I don't know, but let's see how I go. But this all kind of came about this sexiest scents sniff test, Mm. because I was telling Julia that a friend that I used to work with Really into perfumes, and it's hilarious because her name's Chanel, and that's a perfume. (laughs) Anyway, um, she was telling me that there's this whole study that was done where guys tend to be more attracted to certain scents, and they tested it on, like, this huge range of dudes. Mm. And um, it turns out that it was a bit of the sweeter ones that guys tended to like. And they like Um, vanilla. Another word is gourmand, Mm, gourmand. uh, which is the perfumer's word. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And that they liked perfumes that reminded them of their mother's. Oh, yeah. Right. Interesting. Interesting. So, Julia, do you have men's and women's for me to sniff? I've got four of the most iconic women's and four of the most iconic men's fragrances. And I have to guess which ones they are and how sexy they are? I mean, you can just guess what they are. I mean, they probably smell all the same by now if they're all oh gosh, yeah, they've but all been in your bag. Let's see how I go. All right, I'll see how I go and I'll, I'm going to try and guess which one's sexier. Well, I'm just going to tell you which oh, one's sexier. Okay. So for the first women's one, I'm passing over number one. Okay. It's on the strip. She's going to have a sniff. <laughs> that rhymed. Ooh, ooh. Oh, this smells really familiar. Oh, good. I've chosen familiar ones, iconic ones. Oh, my God. What is this? <laughs> I know so many people who wear this. What, what can you smell? What notes? Come on. Drop some perfume knowledge. I smell it's a fl- It's a floral mm-hmm. with a hint of vanilla. Oh, vanilla's the it's go-to like scent. It's like a floral gourmand or something. <sighs> Think big designer brands. I don't, I don't know if that's vanilla or musk. Big Should I designer. say designer house? Okay, I'm going to say this is mm. a Dior perfume. <gasps> Correct. Is it? Is it one of the blooming bouquets? Like, No. Okay, wait, hold on. Oh, it was something easier, actually. Oh, wait, is it Jador? No. Oh. Far out. How many guesses do I get? <laughs> One oh, more. is it Poison? Yes. Well yes. done. Oh, my God. My mum was this. I was so surprised. Poison, oh, yes. Wow. I wasn't actually expecting you to get any of them right because <laughs> not that I doubted your perfume knowledge because they all smell the same now that they're all muddled together. Let's I kick know, it off. Actually, with- that was, I'm impressed with that. <laughs> I'm impressed with you too. Number two, women's fragrances. Okay. Number two. 
Oh, God, that just smells like the last one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sniff your jumper. Sniff your wrist. Sniff your PJs. By the way, guys, we're in our PJs. So if you want to check us out, we're on Facebook Live. <laughs> now I look like an idiot sniffing my pajamas. <laughs> okay. Is this um, also a deal one, though? No. Okay. But you're thinking the right price range. Okay. I believe. Not that I can afford it. Is this it. a Chanel perfume? Oh my goodness! Yes, it is. Yeah. Is this? You're good. Um, is this one? I, I'm going to guess a couple times. Oh. Is this one? Oh, what's it called? It's my favorite one. You can Chanel. describe the bottle. Mademoiselle. Yes. Hey! <laughs> oh my god. Two out of two. Everyone it looks like I done. still got it. I should leave done, marketing done, done. and work in a perfume store again. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Iconic. Iconic. Sniffing the jumper. Here she goes. She looks at number three. She takes a whiff. She rubs it on her nose. And realises she smells nothing. She smells nothing. Where is it? Oh, here. She smells nothing. <laughs> I sprayed it about oh, five times. this is delightful. Oh, good. I have it, actually. Oh, do you? I think you have it, too. No, maybe not. Maybe I need to know your perfume collection better. Juicy Couture? No. no. I was just taking a random But I was going to go no for that. I have no idea what this is. That would be cheating. I have no question. idea. Actually, oh, 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 oh. Is it DKNY? No, it is oh, not. Damn. I threw you off with saying it was in my collection. Yeah. That's what it was. You threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I actually have no idea. So can I have a hint, please? Um, flower. Mark Jacobs Daisy? No. Lola? No. Is it a Mark Jacobs? No. Oh, bloody hell. Um, is it? No. <laughs> okay, give me another hint. Um, um, okay, fashion label, but uh, not that well known. And um, uh, everyone, it, it's smelling very floral. It's very floral, smell. and it comes in very interesting shaped uh, glass uh, container. I actually have no clue. Can you just tell <laughs> it's me? It's flower bomb. What? That is not flower bomb. That is flower bomb. I have flower bomb. That is not flower bomb. Okay, not flower bomb. This is obviously mixed with everything. <laughs> Number four. This is where the samples start getting confused. <laughs> okay, everyone, I'm smelling number four. Number four. Where, what side did you spray it, by the way? Um, where the number is not. Okay. So on the other bits. So she's Ooh, having a whiff. Everyone, <gasps> this is quite a fresh scent. Yes, fresh. We've gone different. We've gone from like gourmand to mm, floral mm, to fresh. Mm. This could also... oh. Mm. I actually don't know what this is, but it's really good. Oh. Um, okay, I'll give you a hint. Mm. It's uh, You can find it in a cheaper pharmacy. You can usually find it discounted. Like a celebrity. Um, similar. Like a Victoria Beckham one? Um, there isn't a celebrity that how, that is the face of the fragrance, but it is like a Britney Spears sort of price range in a perfume. Does that help? No. Okay. Give me, like, a first letter. Uh, cool water? No. Damn it. First letter? Yeah. B. Beckham. <laughs> no. <laughs> B for... No, tell me. Bright Crystal Versace. Oh, Versace. Versace. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. Should we move on to men's? Yeah, but can I pick the sexiest scent from the women? Okay, do it. Okay. Women, this is going to be your sexiest scent. <laughs> Emily's sniffing, sniffing away. She's oh, going look, back. Number one smells bad now. I used to like that. Number one, not Dior. Back to Dior. Back to the jumper. I feel like I'm commentating football. Back to number three. Back to number two. 
Wipes it on her nose. I like number three. What was that again? Number three, Flower Bomb. What you already yep. own in your collection. <laughs> Funnily enough, the sexiest scent, everyone go and buy Flower Bomb. Not endorsed by uh, Victor and Rolf. I'm absolutely, I've just chosen what I like and should decided that that's what's going to be the sexiest scent. <laughs> Should we go to men's Let's quickly? do men. Okay, every man who is listening, we are about to pick your sexiest scent according to moi. Man scent number one. Sexy, sexy. All right. And I'm j- just by the way, everyone, I've made Julia put my favourite men's cologne in this collection. Right. Which is Mont Blanc Legend. Or did I? <gasps> you could not have done this to me. First of men's. Just God, this smells whiff. like women's. Did you put the women's and men's together? No. Maybe. You're looking around <laughs> shiftily. Yes, you did. This all smells like floral. I had to make it hard for you because you got the first few right. I was so shocked. No clue. This smells like flowers. Okay. What is it? Aqua di Gio. Oh, Aqua di Gio is nice. Maybe that's why. It mm. is very, very, like, it's not a very strong one. Right. No, it's that, fresh. Yeah, that makes sense. That's really nice. Like, it's basic, you know? Men's number two. Having oh, a whiff. It's basic, you know? God. <laughs> so why basic. Oh, my God. Stupid. Oh, that's delicious. Delicious? Every Yum! Mess. Oh. Is this Mont Blanc Legend? No, it is not. Oh, my God. I think I'm replacing it with oh. this. Hugo Boss. Correct. Orange? No. Okay. How did you get Hugo Boss? Wow. Oh, it just smells like, you know, there are like only a, a few men's fragrances that smell good and Hugo Boss. You know what? They all smell the same to me. I feel like Which one women's it? are much more distinctive. Hugo Boss, just the Hugo. Oh, just Hugo. Hugo. Oh, so I was right the first time. <laughs> well, I did that. <laughs> that is delightful. Next. Number seven. <laughs> Having a whiff. Here we go. Put it up to my nose. That's good. It smells like a freshly showered man. Yep. Which is... Ideal. Hot. Hygiene. <laughs> Having a whiff. Is Have this a big whiff? brand? Um, can't say. Well, this that's... is a very. This is not exactly the most known fragrance to me, but it might be to you. I, I don't think I'd know this one. It's Mont Blanc Legend. Get out! <laughs> Get out! I didn't recognise my own favourite men's perfume. No. And finally, hey, isn't that saying something that I thought this was the best? Yeah, there you, there you go. Finally, okay. to cap it off, our challenge of the sexiest scents for men and women. Before my nose bleeds. The men's final fragrance, Emily. Have a sniff. Oh, that is very musky. Oh, musky. Oh, God, that's musky. This is this is quite like. a bestseller in the department stores. Really? Oh, I don't like it. Who's buying this? <laughs> God, if you're a man and you're buying this, stop. <laughs> Unless you're an I old could be man, making things up sense. to throw you off. Yeah. I could imagine, like, a famous old actor who smokes cigars wearing this. Possibly. Because it smells like cigars. <laughs> um, Is this, like, a John Paul Gaultier one? No. Okay. Then I'm out of... <laughs> Dolce & Gabbana, the one. Oh, yeah, I never liked that one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and that rounds off our sexiest sense for men and women yeah, here at so Love at First Swipe. In conclusion. <laughs> in conclusion, <laughs> Emily with all the sticks in her hand. Spelling okay. all the things. The sexiest scent out of those four that Julia's picked. Of the men's. For women was for women. Flower Bomb. Flower Bomb. And the sexiest scent for men, Julia, it's number five, <gasps> which is? Number five was Aqua di Gio, Giorgio Armani. Mont Blanc Legend, oh, which oh, is no. obviously a classic. You Mont don't Blanc go back Legend on your word. Wins Righto. every time. My boss used to give me samples of that <laughs> men's perfume, and she used to be like, "Spray it hey, on Emily, yourself." If you spray this on your pillow, it'll smell like man. Oh, like, this is creepy. That I would need that. But yeah, thank thanks, you. thanks, boss. 
Uh, let's go to a tune. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I suppose we'll go to a bit of a throwback again. Yes. Julie, you've been looking forward to the song. This is Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. Jason Waterfalls. This is TLC. <laughs> You're listening to Love at First Swipe. We're on Sin, Sin 90.7 and Sin Nation. We're simulcasting for our last hour of our very last show. Back after this. You're listening to Love at First Swipe on Sin 90.7. And Sin Nation. That's right. We're simulcasting tonight. Double the fun. Two stations, two hours for our last show. It's been very good. We had the Naughty Roots show earlier on. Mm. Now it's just us two lovers in the studio once again. So we wanted to chat to someone who's been through a long-distance relationship successfully. Because we've always heard the ones that don't work. No, unsuccessful. And we found one. We found one. So without further ado, this is Katie Ann. So Katie Ann, thanks for coming and speaking with us tonight. So paint a picture for us of your relationship timeline. Yeah, well, my husband and I met in, well, I was 19, he was 17. We were both, I was doing a Diploma of Christian Studies at a a centre in Swan Hill. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, he came up to check it out to see if he wanted to do it in the future. And that's how we met there. And we sort of knew of each other for a few years. We didn't sort of get to know each other very well then. Um, He came up to do the Diploma of Christian Studies a year or so later. And then we hung out at a conference a few years later and sort of, oh, there was a few sparks that (laughs) flew. And I was living in Adelaide at the time and he was living in Geelong. And so we did long distance sort of corresponding for nearly 12 months. Wow. Um, yeah, it became official while we were doing long distance, which was hard, but it was yeah. good. Um, then I moved to Melbourne, and we were dating in Melbourne from Melbourne to Geelong for a little while. And um, yeah, then he proposed in June of 2013, and we were married in February of 2014. Fantastic. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Long distance, that's quite tough to do, let alone to, you know, kind of... To survive it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was tough to do long distance, but I think it was good because we we started dating long distance. Yeah. Right. And so it wasn't like we were close together and then moved apart. I think that would be a lot harder. Yeah, Um, sure. Doing it that way was was doable, I think. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So when did you actually get married then? So February 2014, we got married. Mm -hmm. So just over three years ago. Mm. So I guess that religion plays quite an important role in your life, you'd say, if you've met your partner there? Yeah, well, I wouldn't probably use the word religion. I think religion Mm. carries with it a few meanings that I I just don't gel with very well. Yeah. Um, I would probably describe it as I just have a really personal and dynamic relationship with Jesus Christ. And yeah. that plays a huge impact in my life and also in my husband's life. And, yeah, it plays a huge impact in the way that we we live as well. Yeah, awesome. Great. So having that sort of mutual understanding, do you think that's what also helped cement that bond between you both? Definitely. It really made a big difference. We have, are passionate about a lot of the same things and we have a lot of core values, which I think are really is really important in any relationship, but especially in raising a family as well. Mm. So you've basically got it all sorted out. You've got the husband, you've got the house, you've got the kid. I mean, you're ticking off all the boxes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're still working on the house yet, but oh, really? we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, we're just renting at the moment, but that's all right. Okay. So how's that all hmm. going? 
Yeah, well, we are aiming for a house one day, but in this climate, it's pretty hard work to save for a house deposit. So oh, we're saving yes. hard and we'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah. So do you find it hard to have date night when you do have a child? Yes, it is hard work and we really have to prioritise it and work hard with it. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's so good. It's so important, I think. Um, and you have to be really creative because you're doing date night at home a lot of the time um, because getting babysitters isn't always the easiest task. Yeah, um, yeah, you, it's important, but if you can be creative, you can still make it happen and make it work. This would have been, obviously, your first marriage, of course. Yeah. And, you know, the first mm. time you're experiencing all these new things. Mm. Did you find ever that people were trying to, you know, impart their advice on you and how did you kind of react to all unsolicited advice on what's, like, right or wrong or yeah. what's been your experience in the whole process especially with long distance yeah yeah um i mean people always want to give their advice and mm. i think you you take the advice that sits well with you and you reject the advice that doesn't yeah. um it's not always easy to do things differently i think in the world and long distance isn't always yeah very uh approved of i mm. guess yeah. Um, so it's just a matter of, I think, sifting the advice that you get. And if people have a problem with the way that you do things, I guess that's their problem, not yours. Mm. It seems like you, you know, managed to do it so well. And I know a lot of people who have, especially even like family, who've gone through long distance relationships and it just hasn't, you know, worked out well for them. What sort of advice would you give them when they're kind of trying to do this long distance relationship mm. and make it something permanent? Mm. That's a good question. I think with long distance, you really just need to know what the commitment is um, and to be both on the same page with where your commitment is at and to to know whether or not you can trust that person in that commitment. Mm. And if you've got that commitment level there and you really can trust that person, then I think long distance can work. It's hard, but mm. I think a lot of good things in life are hard work. Definitely. I think tech would definitely help now that you've got so yeah. many things like Skype and you can call them, you can see their faces. That's right. Yep. Technology is definitely in our favour with that sort of thing. Well, thank you so much, Katie Ann. That was awesome. Not a problem. That Thanks was Katie Ann. Thanks so much for chatting with us. It's actually amazing to hear a story of long distance working. Um, that is the only person we managed to find. Oh, no. I mean, our search wasn't that extensive, but still, I mean, I'm sure it does happen successfully a lot, mm. and it's great that it happened for her. So, yeah. good on you, Katie. She found love. Yeah, really nice. <laughs> Speaking of love. Speaking of love, what is love? What is love? So, we've got a song request by one of our lovely listeners who's listening in all the way from Ireland. What a dedicated listener we oh, have. yes, international. Yeah, so this song's requested by Sam O'Brien. And it is What Is Love by Hadaway. You're listening to Love at First Swipe on Sin 90.7 and Sin Nation. And we are simulcasting tonight Woo-hoo! for our grand finale, finale, grand finale of Love at First Swipe. It's going to be sad leaving you all and this is our f- last half hour ever I know. of the show. And we've been spreading the sin love. So we've been joining forces with mm-hmm. Naughty Rude Show earlier in the show talking about all sorts of things to do with sin love. We also spoke to the content queen of sin, Lindsay Green. Perfectly rhyming. Love it. I'm sure it was deliberate. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's got a podcast called It's a Match. And we thought, what better way to 
talk to her about dating, online dating, and the whole world, crazy world that is love and spreading that sin love. So I talked to her about the worst date that she'd been on, mm. and we decided to have a bit of a chat, Emily and I, and we sat down with her. Take a listen, guys. You did It's a Match podcast. Mm-hmm. And I could not get over your worst Tinder date story. So could you tell us a little bit about that to make me feel a little bit better about my worst Tinder dates? Yes. It was a little while ago, like a few years ago now, so I can't remember it as well as I probably described in that particular episode. <laughs> but I knew when we were messaging, like, this guy is probably going to be, like, not my type. Right. But, like, it had gotten to the point where we'd sort of talked for long enough that it would just be, like, a waste of all of that time if we never met. So I was like, all right, just, like, meeting. We've got nothing else on that night. Get it over the way. And I think the first point where I thought that this was not going to be an enjoyable time was when we went into the bar that we were meeting at and he said to the bartender, he's like, I'm vegan. Which of your beers is vegan? I was like, oh. Here we go. (laughs) I do eat meat and I have nothing against vegans. It was just that he, that was like the first impression that he left. And yeah, it was just a terrible person. (laughs) Just in terms of like uh, several hours worth of talking about himself, never asking about me uh, and just being like, (laughs) just being extremely... Vegan. Like, yeah, <laughs> everything would just come back to his, his veganism. Like, we'd be talking about something completely unrelated. Yeah. And he would go on this big trip about how he's such a better person because he doesn't eat meat and he doesn't uh, wear leather and all of that stuff. Yeah. And just, uh, he was like a story topper as well. So I would say, like, oh, uh, like this one time when I was in Europe and he's like oh this one time when I was in Antarctica <laughs> uh, so he would just have to like top every story and oh. it was just extremely patronising I don't know I feel like I've sort of softened on him in the years that have passed though because I like when I first met him I was like oh this is like the worst date ever but now I look back I kind of mm. remember his name like if I walk past him on the street I probably wouldn't recognise him yeah um, <laughs> but I just remember when we were doing It's a Match that he was, like, at that point in my life, the standout of, like, <laughs> shook the, the cake for the worst. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Have you had any worse dates since then? I don't think so. Like, when we were doing It's a Match, I met a lot of people who weren't particularly interesting, mm. um, but none that, yeah, none that I remember as saying or doing anything that was, like, particularly... Horrible. Horrible, yeah. What for you classifies a worst date? Is there anything that would just straight away be like, nup, not including veganism? (laughs) (laughs) I guess something like that, like something where they're not, they don't ask you any questions, they don't seem particularly interested in what you have to say, or they like talk over the top of you or like a patronising or anything like that. Also, I guess this is more just like a personality trait, but I think people who aren't passionate about anything nothing that you're like wake up in the morning excited to do it doesn't have to be anything like big or important like mm-hmm. you could be really passionate about I don't know gardening yeah. but as long as there's something that like gets yeah. you up in the morning and gets yeah. you excited that's but- attractive well I am agreeing with everything <laughs> yeah. that you have said because I've experienced pretty much all of them <laughs> yes Julia do you want to share yours we can do a little sure. battle of the worst dates <laughs> so my worst first date was 
because of the Tinder challenge that Emily and I did. So um, earlier in the year, I lost the battle of the <laughs> queen of Tinder and I had to go on a date of Emily's choosing. And going through the conversation that Emily had had as Julia talking to this person, <laughs> nothing stood out that it was going to be a bit of an uncomfortable date. The conversation was fine. He was asking questions about me. Mm. Get to the date. No questions about me. <laughs> I had to steer the conversation the entire time. We probably went through about 100 different topics in 45 minutes. And then I was like, is it socially acceptable for us to leave now? Even though I was feeling really uncomfortable, he looked like he wanted to leave as well. Mm. Because at one stage I looked at him and we were sort of playing this copycat game where every time I went to go and take a sip of my drink, <laughs> he would also take a sip of his drink. <laughs> if I brushed back my hair, he would do the same. <laughs> And then one stage, he had his jacket next to him, went to pick it up as though he was, like, going to stand up. Off we go. No word, no mention of, like, oh, shall we, or anything like that. And then he saw my look of shock of, what, what you, you're going to leave? Like, all right. <laughs> and then he put it down as if, oh, I'm being scolded, I have to stay here. <laughs> so he wasn't having a great time either. But the funny thing was, he followed up the day later with a text and was like, hey, I had a great time last night. And then asking me questions about my day, which were things that I mentioned on the date that he did not even ask follow-up questions for. So I just didn't understand how his online communication mm. was great, fine, acceptable, whatever, like, norm. But then in person, they, we just couldn't communicate. Mm. And I felt like I was hogging the conversation the whole time mm. just to fill in dead air. If anything, it means that you're really good at dating. Or asking questions, yeah. <laughs> answering my own questions yeah. when I get a one-word answer. Having conversations with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And what's yeah. really ironic is that I got her like way over 200 matches and she could have picked any single one of them and this is the one she chose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's always going to be one, hey. You never know. I mean, your vegan boy may have found his vegan girl. Well, yeah. I mm. feel like with all of these sort of things, like just because he was the worst date that I've ever had, like... Presumably, he didn't have a great time with me either. Yeah. Like, yeah. he pro is probably talking to his friends about, oh, this chick that I went on a date with who yeah. eats meat. Oh, my what God. A, Wore know. a leather jacket. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he maybe met someone who, like, had the same values as yeah. him. Yeah. Spot and on. And they had, like, their communication styles were better suited. And mm. that worked out, which I guess is sort of, like, how online dating works. And, Lindsay, before you go, I wanted to ask you... What's your advice for being in these sort of situations where you just don't want to be there and you're like, this yeah. is the worst date? Do you leave? Do you, do you leave? Stay? Do you stay? What do you do? I don't know. When I was doing it to match and meeting a lot of new people all the time, I would purposely frame dates thinking that they were going to be not good. So, like, the first time you meet someone, say, like, just meet up for a coffee in the afternoon and say, oh, I've only got half an hour. So then if it's terrible, you mm. can be like, oh, well, half an hour's up. I've got to mm. go to the doctor mm -hmm. or just, like, make something up yeah. because you've already told them that you only have a little limited amount of time. So I guess what you're saying is set something up where you're in control of yeah. the situation. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Lindsay. No worries. It's been a Thanks, pleasure Lindsay. to have you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more of you around here, of course. <laughs>
That was awesome. Yes, it was so great having a chat about more bad dates with Lindsay Green. I think... Uh, <laughs> Makes us feel slightly better. Yeah, and you know what? I think they weren't so horrible. Mm. I think they could be worse, and that's a good thing. Yeah. You don't want to experience a really, 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 really bad date. No. And I mean, in this day and age, you can just say, boy, bye. <laughs> Which leads us to our next track. Yes. Bye, bye, bye. bye, bye. bye. This is NSYNC. You're listening to Love at First Swipe on Sin Nation and Sin 90.7. Bye bye N Sync. And on that note, we do have to say bye 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 to our listeners very, very soon. Yes. Here on Love at First Swipe, we're on Sin Nation and Sin 90.7. Yes, we've been doing quite the grand finale. Mm. Julia, you did a sniff test to me before um, <laughs> to find the sexiest sense. The sexiest And sense. my nose has died. I think I've been blowing my nose on every segment since. Um, we've also had, on more exciting terms, mm. we had the Naughty Rude show for the first hour. We did a simulcast, so we were streaming live with the Naughty Rude show. Yes. Thank you guys for doing that with us. It was yes. so much fun. For your digital listeners too, you can stick around because we have plenty more chats. But now I think we're going to go and track back down memory lane. Yes. Once upon a time, Emily and I were in high school. I mean, we're not that old, but it feels yeah. like a very, very long time ago. And our lovely, legendary Lucy Edwards, who used to be um, the EP of Amplify, which is all about high school kids Mm -hmm. doing some awesome community radio here at SIN. Yeah, and it was so great getting her input on what it's like these days. Because for us, it was very different. We didn't have all these dating apps. We learned some things. We did. We learned so much about tech. Take a listen. Hi, thanks for having me. So you have previously EP'd Amplify. I did last year. Yeah. Yeah. So that was with high schoolers. Yeah, it was. So Amplify is the underage drive show at SIN. So all high schoolers. And you are a high schooler yourself. I am. I'm in year 12 this year. So pretty scary, but it is fun. Yeah. So you've got your final exams coming up in this term. Don't remind me. (laughs) Yes. No, one more term and then exams. So much pressure. I know. Mm. Let's talk about dating pressure. Em and I, it's been a while since we've been at school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things have changed. Tech has yeah. changed. Tech oh, has changed. 100%. When I was in high school, we didn't. I didn't even know of Tinder. Yeah. I didn't know of that didn't exist. any of these apps. Since 2013, I think. Yeah. God. Yeah. I remember when I was in year A, which was 2013, people were like, jokingly like getting tinder yeah mm. and they were like oh stop this is so weird because we were like 13 but yeah. don't you have to pretend like or change your facebook age yeah to be able i don't to know get tinder? i don't know what they did mm. but but oh. back in the day i remember that if you were talking to your crush back in even primary school or start of high school it was all about the msn messenger yes yeah. oh my goodness uh, this is like really like distant in my mind i remember <laughs> it but it's like not not 100% because I was like so much younger yeah I remember talking to someone and say if you want to test the waters with a new crush be like oh I like you oh sorry wrong convo because you have so many convos open at once so what do you use I'm probably just Facebook like these days I like I find all of people my age are using Facebook Mm. but um, I went into like a year seven class last year or something and none of them had Facebook and they all oh. Insta DM each other. Oh. So, yeah, that's like the new and upcoming messenger for... The Instagram yeah, direct Instagram message. Yeah, direct message. Yeah. And there's like the phrase slide into someone's DMs. Slide into my DMs. Did that come yeah. from Insta or was it more Facebook? Or? I thought that it was, like, was Facebook, but... It's like a Facebook meme but about Insta. Right. But, yeah, it's like, oh, slide into their DMs, like... 
send a send a pic or something. It's weird how it's changing already, but Facebook's mm. definitely my generation's like yeah. Raz. That's also the word that everyone my age uses. What is it? Raz. Raz. What's that even mean? Oh God, oh my God, this old. is so weird for me. Oh no. <laughs> if, you're, if you're like on the Raz, you're like you you want to like get in with oh, them. Oh yes, on the yes. Raz. Yes, you should be like you're like oh. He's definitely razzing her. What does that even right, stand right. for? You can it's, like it's checking just, them out. Sucks yeah, them it's out? not even like a stand for thing. It's oh, just it's like, just a word. Yeah, it's just a word. God, like <sighs> this is hard to like keep up with. Like if you think someone's like trying to get in with them, you're like, oh, they're definitely razzing them. Yeah, yeah. If they're all using Instagram direct message, yeah, would that mean there's so much pressure to have your Instagram looking like on fleek? Oh, yep. for sure, definitely. Like, the, <sighs> it's all about the grid. A lot of people like edit stuff so yeah. that like it's the mm. same like white sort of look as yeah. their last picture far mm. out or, so much or they'll effort. be like oh okay so right now my grid's really green so i've got to get a photo in front of the grass like <laughs> that sort of thing <laughs> i found em and i were probably more familiar with like myspace and then moved yeah. over to facebook and everyone was all about that customization their mm-hmm. profile and yeah. the music that they had on their yeah their page and all that sort of stuff oh myspace yep and then moved to facebook <laughs> and then facebook was like bebo? it looked very did you have bebo though <sighs> yeah i did yeah. then we had facebook and facebook looked very mm. different than yeah. it did now back in the myspace day i feel like everyone went through different phases of even like fashion and music and there was like the scene emo sort of look was mm. around but mm. now I feel like with the Instagram thing it's mainly influenced from that that everyone seems to look the same and all their yes. grids are all the yes. same and all their going out clubbing photos that I don't even understand how you do because mm-hmm. can you even get into a club if you're 16? No no. some people somehow do. Yes. Mm. From what I see like I was wearing board shorts until I was like 15. Mm-hmm. Nice. Probably even older but I did live in Brisbane but still yeah that's what I wore. We would go to the shopping centre, dress up in fairy costumes. Like, we just <laughs> gave zero shits. Like, yeah. it was the perfect childhood. Now I see a lot of girls, maybe it's, like, Instagram influence, mm. yeah. wearing, you know, tight body cons. Yeah. yeah. They're looking like, older and older. I know. Why can't they go through the awkward phase of wearing blue, glittery eyeshadow, yeah. terribly and, applied like mm. us? Like, YouTube as well, they're teaching them all how to make, like, amazing contours on the face. Yeah. I'm like, well, why can't they look shitty like we did? Exactly. <laughs> Not I reckon, fair. I think it's, like, the influence of, like, you know, they follow, like, like the like Kendall Jenner, yeah. Kylie Jenner, like, all that stuff and all these, like, models who are, like, dressing up heaps. Mm. And these kids are like, oh, that's what I'll look like. So they're, like, year seven, mm. year eight. So you see it starting at year seven? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's like... And the thing that, like, concerns Mm. me about it is that I feel like a lot of them do it for male attention. Mm. Oh, I... Unfortunately, I kind of, like... I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Also for, like, their friends. Like, just, like, popularity. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Are you dating anyone at the moment? Oh. I'm I'm not at the moment. Okay. (laughs) So how do high school people, kids, girls, boys, meet? Meet? Yeah. Uh, I reckon probably, like, at parties and stuff. Yeah. Or just, like, mm. through mutuals. Yeah, because yeah. you and I, Lucy, we both went to girls' school, so yeah. it was kind of hard to yeah. meet guys. It's, oh, it's a very stressful situation. <laughs> yeah, Formal but- dates especially, like, because other schools, co-ed schools, are like, oh, yeah, just, like, whoever's in my year. And I'm like, mm. okay, I'm just, like, strictly around girls and everything. Like, it's yeah. so hard to, like, mm. branch out. But, yeah. Uh, in... All girls' schools. Do you mm. guys find that it's more exciting when you come across guys from the other school and something oh. you get all 
we Is we have like exciting? we have like jokes at school that if there's like a guy mm. in like the grounds, everyone just like <laughs> shits themselves. <laughs> like even a tradie. But if a lot of these girls aren't seeing guys on the regular, how are, are they using apps a lot for dating at that age? I reckon so. Like I haven't been on like Tinder or anything, but like I've I've known of people who have been and then they've seen like girls in my year who mm. are usually the quiet type and then they'll yeah. have a photo of them Ooh. not how they look at school like right, yeah, <laughs> like right. the mirror selfie yeah pouting, and you're like I did not realize you had that side to you no. like you know but yeah they've definitely like learned to use them oh my god what amazing <laughs> insight Lucy was I know into that whole age range of that high school dating game with Instagram and all these new words. What is it? Raz? Raz. On the Raz. I was really keen when I first heard it because I was like, yes, we're going to use this. I'm going to be so hip. But then we're going to be like like that grandmother or that mother that's like, oh, don't use that mum. Don't use that grandma. And we're so young still. What is that saying about how fast technology is moving? But I thought it was most interesting, yeah, about that Mm. whole Instagram thing. Oh, yeah. Get on the grid. On the grid. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lucy, for having a chat with us and filling us in on what it's like in high school. This is our very last show, isn't it, Julia? It's very sad. It's pretty sad. Um, It hasn't quite hit us yet. No. We we came in. I think we've made quite the celebration of it. We've been in pyjamas. We've had a (laughs) two-hour finale. We've had a great time. And to celebrate all our full two seasons, which is about 25 shows, I think. This is our 24th show. 24th show. And we've been going for about six months. So it's been huge and we've had amazing guests on and we thought we'd like to highlight them. So take a listen. This has been Love at First Wipe since Jan. Best Valentine's Day you've been on. My ex, like, ages ago, he made me, like, this box and inside he put, like, all these photos and got me, like, chocolate and stuff and filled the box with it and it had, like, a little lock to it and everything and I could sort of keep it and, like, there were, like, little puzzles and stuff of, like, how I had to find the box. That was, like, that was was amazing. You bought, like, a little lock and everything and I was like, you actually went to the shops for this. Like, this is a... So, Whitney, how are you going to redeem yourself? I don't know how. Well, I think I'm going to tell you about my worst dating. And I'd eaten some really bad Chinese for lunch, like spring rolls. <laughs> and I was <laughs> sitting in his house and then I, I was like, oh, like, I'm not really feeling well. And I mumbled it and he was like, what did you say? And he moved closer and sat in front of me. And as I went to speak, I just vomited. Projectile vomit. All oh. over him. On him, everywhere, and it was oh. bad, and it smelled like spring rolls. Oh, no. So apparently if people assume you're a couple, it's time to define the relationship. Well, that's weird, because I had to um, I had to go buy a pair of black jeans. So I went to whatever jean shop it was, and my sister was just like, oh, I'll tag along. And so the shop assistant was helping her out, and said, oh, no, no, the size looks good because it, it complements your body shape. It's quite curvy. It actually makes you look quite sexy. And then gave me a look and a wink. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm just sitting there and I, I, the cogs were turning. I had no idea what to say. Luckily, my sister jumped in with, yeah, that's my brother. Zach, mm-hmm. are you a tits or an ass guy? <laughs> Language warning for the whole segment from here. Uh, on, on the pressure cooker, uh, was not prepped, so... Answer wisely. This is when it... Listen, I yeah, see, this is a real landmine. Listen um, to your heart. I, it's interesting, you know, I... <laughs> I'm trying to think what she would want to hear, but... Um, 
Well, it's, it's like choosing chocolate cake or apple pie, you know. You, you're going to win either way. <laughs> How do you get over someone? What's your way? Do you have a go-to way? Just being you, just doing things for yourself. And if rebound is an option, then go for it. I feel like there's always a negative connotation around rebounds, but I feel like mm. if that makes you feel good at the end of the day and that's going to help you get over a breakup, that's something that you should, you should definitely... I feel like rebounds are only there to fill a void. And filling a void with a rebound is probably not the best option to get over a relationship. So the more temporary option. Love ya and leave ya. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Root and boot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Well, I guess you guys can defend um, your... I'm going to call you a species. Okay, let's give you a drum roll. Bit of an entry. Ready? Yep. Set. Go. All right, girls not offering to pay half. What happened to feminism, guys? Let's move forward. <laughs> Saying fine or okay and passive text aggressive. No, text aggressiveness is just driving everyone crazy. Okay within an AY is just plain rude. <laughs> Getting annoyed when they say they look good no matter the circumstances. We actually can't say anything to that question. Why don't you tell us something interesting in that time? Like, you know, that dinosaurs used to be birds. <laughs> <laughs> How much girls hate other girls? This is actually drives me insane because guys wouldn't do this. I've, you know, been friends with the girls and say, oh my God, that woman is so intelligent, she's smart and she's funny. And you would say, well, she's a bitch. <laughs> it has been massive, a massive, massive 24 weeks oh, of love at first swipe. <laughs> It has been so big. And that was just recapped on season one. That was just a touch, yeah. I know. Thank you to all our amazing guests who have been on the past two seasons of Love at First Swipe. It's because of you that we've been able to revel in all your amazing juicy stories. Oh, yeah. Thanks for sharing and letting us throw you under the bus. Julia, thank you for letting me throw you under the bus. (laughs) I think... um, Yeah, I really pried at you until you let me just rip you to pieces (laughs) with a smile. (laughs) So thank you, my co-host. Thank you for being my partner in crime, Emily. (laughs) We only divorce about three times during the season. (laughs) We do, yes, we we come up with a few interesting things and we don't exactly um, get on the winning side when we do challenges against other radio duos. We don't. We find we do lose all the time. (laughs) We're we're here every week with a smile. (laughs) It has been... Amazing. And thank you all to our amazing listeners who thank tune you to in our listeners every week. National, international, um, everyone that's tuned in to us from digital over on Sin Nation when we started the year and then mm. we moved on to FM and which is where we finish. Thank you everyone who has phoned in, everyone who has messaged us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, everyone who has listened to our podcast. Yeah. We see you. We love um, all your love. We love hearing about your love. We love sharing the love. We just <laughs> love. We do. And don't worry, our podcast lives on. We will be going back and playing full interviews of those ones we had to cut down for air and taking, you know, a bit more time to Mm. develop our segments. To enjoy a bit of a taster, a bit of a bite, a little bit of a love bite. But um, we also have to say a big thank you to the Naughty Rude Show for coming on today, for helping out, for everyone at SIN that helped us put on this simulcast across two stations. It's been a massive massive ordeal it's been an awesome show and we could not do it without their help amazing help amazing time put in to help us get this live and get us across two different radio stations oh yeah for our lovely show love at first swipe yes and most importantly thank you to our parents thanks mum and dad thanks mum and dad thanks um, brothers sisters for letting us use your stories (laughs) (laughs) um putting you on air and for letting us drive you crazy with all our radio (laughs) antics and 
the very, 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 very most important is our listeners. Thank yes. you to you. We love you. We love love. Whether love you've it. been here for the whole ride with us, whether you've just tuned in for tonight, we appreciate it so much. And this won't be the end of us. I have a very good feeling about this. It won't be. Well... While on sin, this show must end. Yes. It doesn't mean we have to. No, but for now, it is goodbye, our lovers. We'll leave you with James Blunt. This has been Love at First Swipe with Julia and Emily on sin.